Matu because it was the shift that most robbers usually chose to do their dirty work in our neighborhood. Bitch, don't fuck with me today. My tormentor waved his gun at me as he spoke. His beady black eyes shifted from one side to the other, as thick yellow snot trickled from both sides of his wide, flat nose. This seemed to embarrass him. He turned his head so abruptly his knitted cap slid to the side, revealing neat, freshly braided cornrows. With a loud snort, he swiped his nose using the sleeve of his baggy plaid flannel shirt. Do you want to die today? This time his voice sounded like the thunder I'd heard just before he had entered the store. No, I don't want to die today, I told him, my voice barely above a whisper. A purple birthmark, about a square inch in size, and shaped like a half moon, occupied a spot directly below his right eye. Then you better stop looking at me and do what I told you to do. Open that fucking register and give me every goddamn dollar in it. I ain't playing with you, bitch. Shit. He glared at me as he rubbed the mark under his eye. But it would take more than that to remove it. He had been branded for life. You would have thought that somebody with such an identifying mark would have concealed his face. But most criminals were as stupid as they were crooked. The individual who held my life in his hands reminded me of my 18-year-old cousin, Duan. He was the same age and height. He was even the same shade of cinnamon brown. And like Duan, he wore clothes big enough for two people. But my cousin had come to his senses before it was too late and was now in Iraq risking his life to keep America safe for me and fools like the one facing me. Even as scared as I was, I was so angry that I was not able to keep my thoughts completely to myself. I pressed my sticky wet thighs together, angry that my urine had drenched my favorite pair of socks and my only pair of Nikes. It's a damn shame that black folks are the ones keeping other black folks down. If you just got to rob somebody, why us? You know how hard we work for our money, I yelled. How can you sleep at night, brother? I asked, folding my arms. Bold was one thing I was not, at least not under normal circumstances. But even meek women like me had a breaking point, especially when I thought I was about to die anyway. Ah, I sleeps like a baby, the young robber sneered, his eyes rolling back in his head in mock ecstasy. Then his face tightened and he gave me a sudden sharp look. No wonder you black women so evil. Y'all too hard-headed. Don't know when to listen. Didn't I tell you to keep your hands up in that goddamn air? I can't open the register and do that, too, I smirked, placing my hands on my hips. Uh, the bold thief began. He paused and whistled to get the attention of his even younger accomplice guarding the door, not taking his eyes off of my face. Snooky, everything still cool? It's all good, dude. Hurry up so we can get up out of here, Snooky yelled back, sounding almost as frightened and nervous as I was. Armed robberies in broad daylight had become a way of life in certain parts of the South Bay area. Liquor stores seemed to be the most popular targets, especially Otto's Spirits, the liquor store conveniently located between Josie's Nail Shop and Paco's Bail Bonds. My daddy, Otto Bell, owned the liquor store where I'd been working for the past six years, six days a week, eight hours a day. While I was being robbed and terrorized, 
Daddy was at home, in his frayed gray bathrobe, wallowing in depression on our tattered couch. This was how he now celebrated Mama's birthday every year, even though she'd been dead for sixteen years. The sudden thought that I might die on my mother's birthday increased my anger, not just at the young robber, but at life in general. No matter how hard I tried to enjoy life, things always seemed to blow up in my face. Even the little things. Earlier that day, a drunken prostitute had sprayed my face with spit when I'd asked her not to solicit in front of the store. Give me the money, bitch. I ain't telling you no more. I popped open the cash register and scooped out every dollar. I dropped the small wad of bills on the counter next to the ebony magazine that I'd been reading. And the two bags of Fritos, six-pack of Miller Lite, and six candy bars the perpetrator had pretended he'd come in for.